This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 728, The Long Road. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Thandeth, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Allie. Hey, Allie. Does it help if you unmute yourself? It, it does. <laughs> uh, I've heard this rumor repeatedly. Uh, as you mock me, but I, I meet my, fail to unmute myself properly. Well, this time it was my turn. Hi. I'm all right. How are you, Medros? <laughs> I am doing well. Uh, hurt, hurt my uh, ankle yesterday, but uh, it's been better. Don't do today. that. Don't don't do that. I didn't mean to. You uh-huh. say, like that, say that like I planned to. <laughs> Speaking as somebody who has, who has had multiple ankle in, ankle injuries throughout his life to both ankles, resulting in arthritis in both. Uh, yeah, I'm with Ellie. Don't do it. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. Thank you for the educated uh, feedback and opinions on this, guys. I appreciate We're it helpful. so much. It's not often that I'm able to give an educated response to anything, really. So oh, I, I've heard your life experiences. You have plenty of experience to go based on. Uh, I just fear that if I ever have to take most of that advice, I am far worse off than I ever choose to be. <laughs> I mean, I would act offended by that, but honestly, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. It, it, it is just... just <laughs> uh, and that, of course, is Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How you doing, bud? I'm doing okay. I'm doing... It, it's... It, how, it, it, how, how are your blues doing lately? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, we can totally talk about that. Come on. I mean, right it'll, now they're... It'll be fun. Right now they're losing 6-1... <clears throat> against the knights it's fine it's it's fine i'm i'm in spain but without the s <laughs> and, and ali how are your abs doing they're doing fantastically thank you for asking i so do you recover, think your team's recovered well from its uh covid issues there it took us a couple weeks because of injuries and stuff and kind of i think the timing of the covid break threw off our groove a bit but we got our players getting healthy again and the break is behind us. We shook off the dust. We're doing great. Had a couple of great games against the blues. I mean, I thought they were great. I do think our two teams have a bit of a rivalry starting based off of, um, small altercations that happened. It was great times. It was great times. Just small altercations. 
Yeah, yeah. There, 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 there were there were there were some shenanigans. It was great though. It was awesome. I think it was fun because Toasty and I ended up watching it quote unquote together because we we're watching it at the same time and kind of messaging each other during it. It was pretty it was pretty great. It's good. I do happy. recall seeing uh, a request of one person's team to stop scoring uh, <laughs> on their the other on their team. Uh, and it did seem like they were successful. They did stop scoring. Uh, unfortunately, I believe it was at that point, at that point too late. Uh, can you confirm that, Tusty? Yeah, and also, like, unfortunately, the Blues decided to stop scoring at that time. So, you know, <laughs> it's whatever. So it was a unanimous stop cease to the scoring. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was okay with that. You know, if you stop hitting me, I'll stop hitting you. I guess that, that <laughs> doesn't work unless you're playing boxing or something. I guess. <laughs> So anyway, Ali, uh, how's your weekend? How's your weeks in Wellman? <laughs> we don't want to wow. talk about. Josie really doesn't want to talk about this topic anymore. No, nope. for some reason. I can. I mean, I keep talking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm loving how we're doing, but you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. We can move on. What All happened? Right, well, yes, moving on. Okay. Yeah, let's let's move on. <laughs> well, it's been pretty great. I will let Tosi talk about raid stuff, especially since I missed one day last week, but I have had more of a chance to play with my alt, the blood death Knight in Maldrexis, going Necrolord. So seeing a bit of that covenant campaign, finally kind of seeing, you know, the whole beginning process of getting the necropolis and everything. And it's, it's just nice to be able to dive into the other covenant stories. Now I have leveled, or am leveling my rogue. That's going to go Venthyr. So finally got her going a bit. And my ret pally that's going to go Bastion. I got her out of the maw finally. And got her geared up and ready for that. So it was nice just to kind of take some time with them. And kind of get them going a bit. I also did the normal, you know, Torghast and maw and everything. But I still enjoy doing that. And... Of course, did some more ICC runs, and I still don't have Invincible, but that's okay. I'm not giving up hope yet. Kind of not. Yeah. That's about it, though. Not a whole lot else to talk about. I mean, played Overwatch, but, you know, that's that's not wow. So, yeah. Well, uh, I guess then, Toasty, how was your week? Or a couple weeks now since we took a week off. Um, they were, it was actually really good. So, um, like I said, we did the whole raiding thing. We've made more progression on heroic castle Nathria. At this point, we progressed to sire Denathrius. So we're facing off against good old daddy D and daddy D is a gigantic dick. <laughs> that sounds oh, accurate. Man. Um, I, can, I can make jokes, but I'm going to just bite my tongue and yeah. not... Yeah, uh, there were some <laughs> frustrations had during the Denathrius fight. Um, people were getting a little heated and and whatnot. Uh, so I think we like we last week was our second week of solid attempts on Denathrius, and like yeah, it was only like an hour or so each time, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. we are we can semi reliably get to phase two unfortunately like not a lot of people are alive at that point 
So getting to phase two has not been an issue. Having people, having enough people alive has. So can you really say we've been progressing to phase two? I don't know. That's up, that's up for debate. Either way, um, like we're, we're, we're sorting out our phase one mechanics and, and try and solidifying what we need to be doing there. And it's getting better. There is, there is notable progress. <clears throat> it's just, it's just taking a bit longer than some people would like, unfortunately. And, uh, I think we're all starting to feel the pressure because of another news topic that's going to come up later. I think that pressure is a little, uh, is a little unwarranted based on, uh, other things, but you know, whatever. Uh, but we're, we're, we're getting there. We're making the attempts. And I think like a few more, so a few, a few more solid weeks and maybe even a full night of attention on Denathrius will do us well. Because it feels like when we're getting into the groove of progression on him, we were, we're calling it a night. And kind of start from the beginning the next week. Yeah. But this is only... Last week was only our second week. So... So I'm not too worried about it yet. The, 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 the damage is definitely there for us to progress. It's just executing the mechanics of that fight is is uh, proving a little challenging for us. Outside of the rating stuff, I, I've been running Mythics lately. Not Mythic Pluses, just Mythics. Just for something to do, honestly. It seemed like it seemed like a fun thing for me to do, and I found some good random pugs. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I did uh, Torghast. I, I tackled Twisting Corridors for the first time in a little while. I've been neglecting it just because time restraints and all that, but we had a long weekend last weekend, so I decided to throw myself at Twisting Corridors, and I managed to clear layers three and four. Nice, congrats. Thank you. Um, and it was pretty much like back. It was, it was so close to being back-to-back -back attempts. Unfortunately, um, my my first attempt on layer four was marred by uh, by me being probably a bit too tired at the time. <laughs> you know those times when you're playing and you kind of just zone out, and you know sometimes you're you're triggering your movement. And that might sometimes lead to you walking off cliffs. Well, let's just say when you're in twisting corridors, <laughs> specifically the Mortrigar wing, where, you know, everything's on the Ooh, platforms. Yeah, yeah, that'll do um, it. Walking off platforms randomly, not the greatest idea. My On, on my first attempt at layer four, uh, I was on floor 17. Oh, and I doubled back to pick up some to I think it was to turn in to turn in the um the 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 follower quest. And instead of turning it in, I kinda zoned out and walked off the edge for my last death. I mean no there's no saying whether I would have been successful at the final boss, but I did not even get to attempt it. So that was that was a bit of a kick in the teeth. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, um, oh, I started leveling up my disc my disc priest. I Ooh, got nice. Yeah, so I got her I got her through the maw and all that other stuff, and 
uh, I decided to go with the traditional leveling experience instead of uh, Threads of Fate. Because Threads of Fate does not hold my attention long. My my God. I, I, I attempted yeah. love some leveling on my Arcane Priest. Uh, or Arcane Priest. Arcane Mage. And I can maybe focus for half an hour for before my brain gets all scattered. I'm like, I gotta do something else. At least it's the priest and the traditional way. Like, there, there is something to focus on. Like, I'm, there's uh, there's something I'm focusing on moving forward other than just, you know, the bars. But yeah, that, that's been my couple weeks in a while. Kind of all over the place, but you know what it is, what it is. Medros, what did you get up to? So... World of Warcraft. That's that game in Azeroth, right? Well, there's other places besides Azeroth. Primarily Azeroth. We're currently Primarily. in Shadowlands, but it's, it's, it's in the same you know area. I haven't played that much. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, kind of grew burnt out a little bit with doing callings and all this other stuff. Um, I think I've done I think I've done three days where I've did a calling or more than one calling uh, in the last two weeks. Uh, I did jump in on Saturday or Sunday and I there was, there was three Beldraxxus callings up and I went in and I did that plus I did my uh souls and just did everything that i need to do for the week as well as the the stuff of Mulder access uh because there's a confluence of i can do all of my anima and i can do all of the stuff i need to do all in one fell swoop and just get it done um i i don't believe that i played all that much last week uh, I recall logging in a few times and grabbing the callings and then just not getting back to actually do them. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not super concerned. I, I know that I don't need to do, you know, I don't need to play every day. Uh, I don't need to do every single thing. Um, so I just kind of felt like I just want to take a little bit of a break. Uh, from, you know, having to log in at least every three days to do all my callings or logging every day to do a calling so I wasn't falling behind. Uh, so I, I just didn't push myself. And I'll be honest, I have no regrets about that. Uh, I just, I didn't feel like I wanted to, to push myself. Uh, I had a long weekend and we decided that we were just kind of going to kind of take a bit of a break from pushing ourselves to do stuff. Um, and I didn't. I didn't push myself to do WoW stuff. Uh, I just decided to to give myself the time. So, um, haven't done a lot in WoW. I did get uh, up to max renown on uh, my fourth covenant, so Necrolords is now complete for Renown. Uh, I still have to do the campaign quests uh, a little bit. There's still a few more there to do. 
for my death knight but overall uh that one's done and i got the oh what's that mount uh armored plague rot tarlus um and i must say of all of the mounts i'm unsurprised that the ones i've enjoyed the most are bastion and ardenweald related because honestly venthyr and necrolord are just ugly me it's not your vibe not at all uh it is it's just yeah and not not like the looks of them i will collect them i will own them i will i'll be happy to have them but i'm not going to be like not be mounting up on those rides anytime soon let's be honest okay um and uh no new pets uh i've done a couple of i've got, got a couple of paragon caches here and there uh, but nothing super interesting out of those uh, i did feel like i got more gold than i expected lot out of the last one uh i got like 6k gold instead of like three to four k gold um but i'm not sure what would have caused that uh not gonna turn down of course because you know why would you turn on gold but uh yeah in the end, like I just, I really haven't anything. I, I've essentially tables. Um, I have uh, stopped doing upgrades to anything in, requiring anima. Um, like I haven't done up, uh, an upgrade to anything in probably a month and a half. Uh, I, I'm, I've got lots of anima now. Uh, I don't know if there's actually a cap on the amount of anima you can have. Um, but I I'm pretty happy with, with my anima because I don't feel like I'm wasting it on frivolous stuff. Um, like I, I felt like I was in doing mission tables, spending a lot of time trying to get just the right combination of, of people to do stuff and doing missions. I wasn't. Like the, the the amount of of anima I was spending was not keeping pace with the amount of anima I can earn uh, when having four alts that you're working on. Uh, so I stopped doing mission tables and I stopped doing upgrades, and I actually have a a, a fair amount of anima now, which I'm pretty happy with. Um, but there's also nothing that I need from um from the mission tables like there's no anima rewards that are sufficient enough to make it worth spending anima to get anima uh if i'm spending 50 anima to get 35 anima well why am i wasting the time there's no use in having the followers or, or whatever they are leveled up because they the only benefit to having them leveled up is to do more missions and them being leveled up isn't reducing the amount of cost I have or increasing the reward. So uh, the only thing they are really benefiting me on is that I could do, uh, I can only send one on a mission instead of three on a mission. Uh, but that just means I'm spending more anima at a time to use all my followers. Um, the, the math wasn't adding up. And until I see Blizzard put some concerted effort into improving the math on the anima game, uh, I don't really feel the need to do that. Um, I also, I did a, a serious look into each of the rewards 
from or the uh, options for anima sanctum upgrades and too many of them have no real purpose uh there isn't I, I don't need to do the path of ascension that's just gonna cause me to have to go far more stuff just to be able to do it I don't need to do the garden for Arden wield because to actually have it be useful for anything, I would need to spend about, I think, 15 to 20,000 anima to upgrade it to the point where it actually provides something useful. Um, it, it's not it's not that it costs to just have it a level one, but you're not getting much out of it. Like, three or four of a single crafting thing is not really a worthwhile thing to be spending a lot of time on. Um, the abomination building thing for Necrolords, I, I, no thanks. I That seems like very much like the Path of Ascension where I've got to go, go farm more stuff, go find specific mobs to kill mobs, get stuff to craft an, uh, an abomination. I'll pass on that, thanks. Um, and then, like, the, the, the only two factions that I actually enjoyed and frequently used the transportation on was Bastion and Venthyr, because they actually saved me time. Uh, Necrolords, the first uh, transportation thing you get, you can go to the top of your sanctum, where there's nothing up there, or you can go the entire uh, to a place entirely across the zone from you. Uh, that's not saving me any time unless I'm questing in that zone. Um, Bastion is fast, and there's some perks to it. Um, I never enjoyed Nightfay transportation. Uh, it just seemed to be out of the way and and not very helpful. Um, like I, I'm. I understand that they're trying to make some interesting stuff. Uh, I just think they've they've lost me on the usefulness of it, uh, and um, yeah, I, I just I don't feel like those things are that good. So uh, I've I've kind of turned into a an animal hoarder at this point. Uh, I don't see anything useful to put it put it towards, so I'll just keep it. And if I cap out, then I'll start I'll start spending it. Or just stop collecting it and just have what I have. So that's kind of been my logic on wh why, like where I am in the game at this point in the Shadowlands expansion, which does not bode well for the fact that, you know, we're still pretty early in the game, this expansion. But I I've tried to do some analysis of, of my gameplay and how I play the game and the benefits or lack of benefits to different aspects of the game for me. So that's, uh, I guess that's my thinking. Uh, and why I haven't really felt too pressured to do stuff in the game. Uh, that said, uh, let's talk about our first sponsor. Okay, so our newest sponsor are the great folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz where they have over 70 million songs, thousands of playlists and artists, including our artist this week, Rody Walker. Rody Walker is the lead singer for the hardcore punk 
I don't know what genre to attribute them to, but I, I, I dig it. Uh, band Protest the Hero, uh, Canadian Canadian group. Uh, he just released a solo album called uh, Homemade. And uh, the track I want to feature this week is Hey Roddy. Um, the entire album has kind of this weird, like there's definite country influences, especially with the guitar and all that. And I kind of dig that. Um, although I don't think, I don't think country fans would enjoy this album per se, but the, wait, I, I, wait, I, you, I you dig country music. I dig, I dig the vibe of this album. Huh? Toasty digs country music. Okay. I mean, I do, I do enjoy some country music. I just, I just have my preferences. Fair enough. I've listened to this album a couple times at this point. I really enjoy it. And if there's any one that I would like, I would, I point you towards. Uh, hey, Roddy is probably my favorite one off of the album. So go ahead and check that out. You can go look at that at getamazonmusic.com/slash/allthingsaz. We'd like to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show. So. This month in WoW, we've got Darkmoon Fair. That's running right now. That's running until the 10th. We've also got Noble Garden running from the 4th to the 12th. We've got the, another Torghast event, and looks like we've started in on that cycle of Torghast events because we're returning to the Beasts of Prodigum event that runs from the 6th to the 12th. We've got BC Time Walking running from that for that same time frame. And on the 13th to the 19th, we've got a packed week. We've got the Arena Skirmish arena skirmish event we've got the world quest bonus event and almost appropriately we have the pvp brawl packed house and then starting on the 27th we've got the pvp brawl deep six and the volunteer guard event starts on the 28th and also ends on the 28th i believe as well yes and that's what's coming up this month in wow all righty then so uh you may have heard uh it it was april fools recently and uh blizzard did not let us down um so i want to talk about the official blizzard stuff first uh the 9.0.5.0.5 early draft patch notes were posted and uh they were a gooder uh, i'm gonna say uh i i hope to us you'll agree with me on, on qualifying it as that it was a freaking gutter, bud. <laughs> All right. So uh, in this, there was a new raid, the Winter Queen's Gambit, uh, where we come to face with the Jailer's lowliest servant, the Janitor, as he teaches us how to use the medley of transplanter spices to envision each raid encounter upside down on the ceiling in preparation of a gauntlet of successfully older and more difficult enemies. Um, yeah, that, that, I mean... I always envisioned that that upside down content that was never released for Karazhan, if if it had actually been like an upside down raid, I always envisioned what that would be like, and, and I feel like this is kind of what I would have envisioned it to be. Everything should be upside down. Yeah, I think so. I I must say this next part made me smile pretty hardcore. So uh, they'll send us a new dungeon, a fungus. Uh, <laughs> Brave the depths of the fungal network beneath Ardenwheel, the group of five to ten players where one to two members of your group are costumers randomly selected to try to kill you. Communication is key when you don't know who to trust, and everyone sounds like they're lying at all times. Especially when they don't speak up. Who is the coster? Don't kick the wrong person. Uh, 
love the uh, love the Among Us right there, and I actually want them to do that now. I want I want to, I would actually do PvP if there was an Among Us type uh, PvP thing. That'd be pretty cool. I, I'd I'd a hundred percent do that regularly. Same Blizzard. Uh, and and I, I tweeted this out because I'm I'm confident, Ali, that this is is this is you a hundred and twenty percent. New profession: sea shanty singing. And I'm gonna <laughs> really try to do this here. A successful stage singer said she'd savor some songs sung in a straightforward style. Simple solutions scored the several significant schemes surrounding so many societies' songs substance with satisfying strains of soulful sounds about sailing from sunrise to sunset. And, uh, sorry, speak, seek and speak to your sea shanty sergeant in any sizable city to start. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> only, well only, fun, only, only one, one slight mistake there. So, uh, Ali, sea shanty singing—that's your, that's your, that's your jam, I think. Absolutely, oh. that would be my main profession. I would, I don't care what's good for the guild. I would drop herbalism and tailoring and just pick that up, and that would be my life. I, I, I believe that a hundred percent. They also had some uh, micro holidays. Uh, you know, actually, Toasty, why don't you read off this section for me? All right, so we've got Beach Vacation to Die For, Spring Break in the Shadowlands, and we got the Wolf of the Wolves of Missing Day. <laughs> uh, we've got International Popular Item Day made up entirely but for Social Media Day. Tell us you blank without telling us you blank day. And day that no one dies for a whole day because everyone is super careful. And the micro holiday that ends before your. All right. Uh, Covenant changes. Uh, the wild hunt is now 150% more wild. It needs to be to see a barber. Uh, seed of corruption can now be planted in the Queen's Conservatory, you monster. The Court <laughs> of Harvesters now all, all get started choring an hour earlier thanks to daylight savings time. Hitter patter. I, I don't get that. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta say it the right way. Court of Harvesters now all get started choring an hour earlier thanks to daylight savings time. Peter patter. There we go. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Added a new drink served at the Ember Court, Jungle Juice, and an amalgamation of the Venthyr's finest served in solo cups, sure to knock you off your feet. Oh, no, Jungle Juice. Oh, I have so many bad memories with Jungle Juice. That's, or lack of memories, to be more <laughs> Maybe precise. that's what happened at that curse party. Maybe that's what happened. I mean, that's basically what happened. I mean, it was over the course of several drinks, but that's basically what happened. All right. The Undying Army's total power has been reduced by 5% after they beat the Undying Navy in four of their five last five matchups. <laughs> uh, Plague Divisor Merilith has been hard at work coming up with the new Necrolord slime-based companions such as Jellyfrog, Jellyhorse, Jellyduck, and of course, Jelly Nathanus Blackholder. I want uh, a Jellyfrog now. I really want a Jellyfrog. I, I, I know you do. I just saw them like, Dolly's going to totally want that. Uh, the Ascended Heaven forced to stop ascending and try falling through their own shimmering circles in the sky if they need that, that done so badly. Sheesh. Yes. Yes. Screw that world quest. <laughs> I so love much. that one. No, that, you, that you, world you quest get is on the awful. Cloud, you get on the clouds to, to pop you back up, and then you go through the gold one to reset your, your timer on your wings. You're good. No, it's, it's, it is awful. It's no, thank you. Great. No. You just no. don't know a good world quest when you find one. Just no, I know a good world quest, and it's not that one. 
my All right, god. Well, Venari now has several new levels of reputation available for you to earn. I'm convinced, uneasy, inconclusive, sus, and caught feeling. I, I know, Toasty, you're going for the caught feelings. Just be careful, okay? Oh, man. Way to call me out, man. <laughs> uh, the Eye of the Jailer now scales up to a new level of danger. Just die already. I thought that was just level <laughs> six. <laughs> so uh, each of us are going to pick one of our class, one class, probably our favorite class, and we're going to highlight the entry for that class. So, Allie, you go first. Well, since I made a priest, I will do priest. Power infusion now exclusively targets survival hunters. I usually put mine on mages, but that works. If no survival hunters are in your group, power infusion is applied to a quote-unquote random friendly target. When power infusion, quote-unquote, randomly goes to a tank three times in a row, you are now comforted by the voice of Zalatath whispering to you about ancient evils or something. Josie, <laughs> how about you? And if you're a warrior, War Machine has finally stopped blaming himself for what happened to Tony. Frothing Berserker is now 80% frothier. Revenge, it turns out, is actually best served with a nice sear and some lemon. Can't argue that. <laughs> sweeping Strikes have now finished their union negotiations and are back to sweeping. Thunderclap no longer requires war the warrior to be dummy thick. <laughs> Uh, Paladins, blinding lights, disorient and duration increase to eight hours to better correspond with the fact that I can't sleep until I feel your touch. Repentance now forces an enemy to meditate and do hot yoga, incapacitating them for one minute, making them feel sore all over the next day. Rebuke can now only be cast after you first successfully cast Buke on your enemy. Final Reckoning keeps being used over and over, but we've changed his name to Yet More Reckoning. Uh, that's good. Uh, any other uh, things here? Oh, sorry. Uh, mages, no changes needed. <laughs> Again, <laughs> for the fourth year in a row, I believe. Well, it's something like that, yeah. So there's a druid one. <laughs> to, to return the favor, since you tried the sea shanty, sea, I can't even do it now, sea shanty one. Druid. Innervate has been innovated on, and it now emanates an intimate concentrate condensate to mitigate the desolate desiccant before you dehydrate. Two charges. <laughs> I can't even read that. That was rough. <laughs> that, that was pretty rough, yeah. I mean, honestly, my favorite my favorite thing from this was the Letter Kenny reference, and it was made especially more special because it was tied to my covenant. <laughs> uh, I like this one here. The pick lock ability for rogues now correctly chooses the nearest appropriate lock. The uh, there's a couple of Death Knight ones I really like. Anti Magic Shell now comes in strawberry, caramel, and sugar free varieties. <laughs> and Defile Damage doubled in one dungeon, making it de better to de use in the other side. Oh, God. That kind of fix, yeah. <laughs> I love the effort that they put into this, and I know people are going to complain about, oh, they spent all this time doing this instead of actually working on it. You know what? Let us have fun. Can I read one more from Death Knights? All right. <laughs> New talent, the Winter Winds. We still don't know what it's about yet, but the guy who's been creating this talent for almost 10 years says you have our formal written permission to imprison him on an island if it's not done by next summer. 
he will be imprisoned. Uh, yeah, so there's our uh, warrior ones. Uh, and then we have, uh, for WoW Classic, due to the popularity of world buffs in WoW Classic, we're introducing a whole new line of highly valu- highly valuable stat uppers that you won't want to play without. In addition to Rallying Cry of the Dragonslayer, Warchief's Blessing, Spirit of Zandalar, Songflower's Serenade, Moldar's Boxy, Slipkick's Savvy, and Fengu's Ferocity, you can now collect Sanction of Veramathus, Black Moss's Black Moss, the Underwater Magnet, Innkeeper's New Inn Grand Opening Dedication, and Magnus Frostwalker's Magnificent Lost Rake. Any player who manages to enter a raid on a PvP realm with all 12 of the above buffs will receive a special bonus world buff, the world buff to end all world buffs. Plus five to spirit. <laughs> Which seems appropriate. So uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys think of the... The official WoW April Fool's patch notes. So much fun. I look, I, I, my desire to participate or read April Fool's stuff from wherever varies from year to year, but every year without fail, for as long as I can remember, I've been all about the Blizzard ones and the patch notes are always a lot of fun to read. And these were no exception. The Blizzard ones, I just, I love that. They're not trying to like. They're not trying to be anything crazy. Like crazy. It's just it's just something stupid and something fun that that people can enjoy if they choose to. Where, mm-hmm. Whereas you, you see some of the April Fool stuff around the internet that's um I don't know. It just has a different vibe to it that and and sometimes it does not land well. Blizzards are just fun and I love it. Yeah, like. I, I, they, they 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 firmly implant tongue in cheek, and uh, it's always a lot of fun to see uh, what they come up. And I mean, we can't forget the the race that began as an April Fool's joke. We cannot forget that. That is true. Because if if not for an April Fool's joke, we would not have had Mister Mr. Pandaria. Though some may be happier without that. Your mouse be very. So let's talk about the Wowhead April Fool's jokes now. Now, Toasty. No. I no, know. No. <laughs> I know you are so very excited by this next one. No. Uh, <laughs> it, it is is the the outfit of uh, to end all outfits uh, for your favorite feathered friend, uh, Pepe Lich King, a tiny domination helm for Lich for for Pepe. No. Yes. But it's so cute no. and dominating. Blizzard and everybody associated with creating content around Blizzard, stop putting Pepe in freaking everything. I swear to freaking God. <laughs> but come on, it's a little little Lich King Pepe. It's awesome. I will catapult it into the sun. He's got runes. He's got a little like mini rune weapon. It's not quite Frostmourne, but it looks pretty cool. Erlina, not even in a casserole. No, I will not. I will not ruin a perfectly good casserole with Pepe. No, throw throw him into a, a not even the sun. No, because the sun is associated with something nice and warm that brings <laughs> that brings good things to our planet. Throw him in. Throw, I, I, I don't know. Throw him in a black hole. All right. Uh, that said, uh, there were some other sites that did a variety of April Fool's jokes for World of Warcraft. Uh, there was. 
Hadclaw, uh, who is a fan artist, uh, had done a uh, a mock-up of a World of Warcraft uh, expansion announcement uh, or leak, uh, World of Warcraft Undermine, uh, which I, I can think of one uh, small gnome that would be rather unimpressed with the fact goblins would get a uh, expansion before the gnomes. <laughs> uh, and then there was one that was a uh, April Fools found uh, April Fools about a secret found the mythical Bengal tiger mount. Uh, I will be honest, that one in, it, I just saw it in passing, so I actually thought this may be possibly true, uh, and hadn't really discounted it hundred percent in my head uh, when I when I first saw it. Uh, but I just saw it in passing. So Reddit cla Reddit's classic Burning Crusade store mounts was interesting because I actually think people would go for this. They announced that they'd found some new mounts, uh, data mine for Burning Crusade Classic, a Viridian Phase Hunter mount, and a piloted Fell Reaver. Um, I would you say, please never do a piloted Fell Reaver because that thing is terrifying and I don't want to be around that even as a rider. Can I, can I be honest with you guys about something? Sure. So I I, I hadn't seen the piloted Fell Reaver thing. I did see the Viridian Phase Hunter thing, but because it was like classic, I didn't pay too much attention to it because you know, I don't play classic. But all I could think of, and I didn't know now until this was <laughs> until now that this was an April Fool's joke, but all I could think of was, oh, people are not going to be happy about that. Turns out, um, yeah, uh, that was not real, so I don't need to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> there are some uh, other uh, Blizzard uh, April Fool's jokes that I want to talk about. Uh, it was an Overwatch one with, like, <laughs> the dragons or something, Toasty? Oh, they do that every year, man. They put googly eyes on all the things, all the characters okay. and whatnot. It's, it's hilarious, and I love it. So it's an actual in-game thing they do every year? Yep. Okay. Did any of the other WoW or other Blizzard uh, franchises do any uh, cool April Fool stuff? I, I don't see anything on the list here. So honestly, I didn't pay attention to the other Blizzard stuff in terms of April Fool's joke. It was WoW and Overwatch for me. Overwatch, that's just a fun time to do it because <laughs> the play of the game, the people have googly eyes. It's it's great. <laughs> All right then. Uh, so how did you guys feel about, like, the overall April Fool's in the WoW community this year? Well, it was a lot of good, lighthearted fun, honestly, and I enjoyed all of it, except for the one that fooled me until we started recording this episode, and we talked specifically <laughs> about it. <laughs> Fair that's enough. A, that's okay, I was telling, I was, uh, we were talking in pre-show about how one of the Overwatch ones got me, because it was a short video of patch notes for Overwatch. And I just saw it today. And when they were talking about making May a tank, I was like, wait, what? And then I had to go back and see when this was originally posted. And it was posted on, you know, April 1st. So I, they got me. It was just a few days late. <laughs> yeah, like for like two weeks after April 1st, anything I see, uh, I, I instantly check the, the date, see when it was yeah, posted. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because uh, too many times I've seen something later and realized way after that it was actually a full joke that I just didn't see the date on. 
I didn't see on the date. So, uh, yeah, so that was our April Fools in the WoW community. Uh, some pretty good stuff. Uh, so well done to all those creators, except for the stupid people who do stupid things that they shouldn't be doing. So uh, let's talk about PTR, real PTR stuff, not not prank stuff. Yes, this, this is this is legit. So we did get an announcement that we are getting 9.1 on the PTR coming up on the 12th. Raid testing will probably take place the week after around the 19th, but we don't know that for sure yet. They said they would let us know eventually, sometime soon, hopefully. And they're eager to have us test it out, which will be interesting. Something else <laughs> that is interesting about this, just a little, you know, little tidbit here. The This is the longest opening patch since Warlords. Now, Warlords, the first opening patch was 103 days. So far for Shadowlands, I'm assuming at the time of recording, because I did not do this math, it was toasty. It was, it's 133 days from the actual release date. And if you look at the original release date of October 27th, 160. But, you know, didn't actually release then. But either way, 133 days so far. And considering this is a big patch, it's probably going to be in PTR for... Wowhead's guessing a few months. We don't really know how long it's going to be on PTR and when it's actually going to come out. But, yeah. I would... Point fingers at the pandemic myself. It is what it is. But at least we're starting to get info on when things are going to come out. Yeah, I mean, I definitely expect that the the, the pandemic has, has played a significant role in this. Um, I I do recall when we, were, when we had 9.0.5 on the PTR, that they said that this was going to come out, um, you know, right after, uh, after that went live. And it hasn't by a notable amount of time. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I let more and more have less hope of a summer patch for uh, 9.1. Yeah, and I don't know. I think I like. I feel like this. The length of this initial patch is definitely contributing to what I feel like is. I've, I've been noticing a lot on Twitter, at least in my little Twitter space, that there are a lot of people that have been taking those temporary breaks from WoW, and I suspect that this significant gap in content updates is definitely an attributing factor. I mean, not to, not to speak out, not to speak against any of the content we've had available to us. I mean, the, at least the content that I've gone through, I've found compelling and I've wanted to do it, but to spend at this point, five months on it and yeah. potentially up to another three months on it, I can definitely see how that would wear on some people. Medros, I know you you, you spoke earlier about um, the the lack of desire to really do much else in the current in the current within the current content, and you know I can't really blame you at this point. We've been doing it for five months. Yeah, I mean, like I've. I've completed the campaign quests on three of the four characters that are max level for myself. Uh, I've reached Exalted with a lot of reputations across my alts. Uh, my main having reached Exalted with all four reputations. Um, 
Renown is capped out right now. Uh, so they had to in- introduce a way to encourage us to keep trying to do those things again to re- gain us renown. Um, there's just a lot of things that that people have kind of hit that wall on. Um, if you, unless you, unless you're an active PvPer that that enjoys going out every week and PvPing, um, you know, there, there there's less and less stuff that is compelling content to continue on with. Uh, so I, I do fully expect there will be people who take significant breaks, uh, unless they are in a raiding guild that, like yourselves, uh, are still working on the current raid. Um, and, and I expect your guild, when you guys do get Denathrius down, uh, will have to have the conversation of, okay, so what do we do now? Because uh, I, I fully expect you to get Denathrius down well before this patch ends. Um, and that's definitely a concern for those who... Um, who have to try and plan what to do? Uh, like, what have you guys had that conversation yet? Of okay, what happens when we get Denathrius down? Uh, we no, we have not. I mean, but, the officers um, may have, but not not with us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but I mean, you have to understand like that 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 conversation will have to happen. Oh yeah. Um, before much longer, because you guys are all working on Denathrius now, and you know. As you guys go through week by week, getting more gear and getting upgrades and so on, there, there's naturally going to be a point where you're going to hit that wall of, okay, so we've done this. What do we do now? Yeah. Um, and, 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 we did, and we did we did hit that point in Nyalotha uh, at the end of uh, at the end of last expansion. Uh, we 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 ended up carrying some people's alts through there, or just people who had kind of dropped off. Uh, towards the end of Nyalotha and uh, we wa- because they helped contribute to our success early on in, the, in that patch, uh, we carried them to at least get their titles and, and their mounts and all that other stuff. So they had something f- from that. Uh, we did briefly talk about doing achievement runs or alt runs or stuff like that and we did, I, th- I feel like we did one before we kind of decided to take a break and do our own thing. And I feel like that's likely going to be what happens with us, which you know is good because it gives me time to level up the alts that I've neglected since we started into Shadowlands. Yeah, see, for me, like alts is is a concern because like, because that's what you do already. That that's your main yeah. thing. Well, like for BFA, like I I felt like that gave me there, there, it was pretty easy to do stuff there, and stay on top of of alts and stuff. Uh, but I, I worry at this point whether or not, like, it's realistic to have a lot of alts in Shadowlands. Um, so I've been hesitant to level too many more alts. Uh, I have five more alts right now ready to go to Shadowlands. And uh, I haven't leveled my Hunter in probably a month now. So uh, I'm holding myself back from that usual, oh, I'll just go do some... Uh, uh, some alt alt leveling. Uh, that that's what I'll do. It's that time of the, the expansion. Uh, because it's not like this is this is early in the expansion. I shouldn't be doing alt leveling at this point. I mean, honestly, if I were the kind of person who spent a lot of time leveling alts and all that stuff, and clearly I'm not, because you know, I've got one character at yeah. level sixty. I would. I the most 
I would probably carry through this expansion was four, and even then, that's only for the initial patch where there's definitely like four different strings of content yeah. between the different covenants. And we we don't know what that's going to be like in nine one. Mm. Like we have uh, a general idea, like the covenants are joining forces to 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 go to forward in these new areas, but we don't know if there will be different covenant experiences for that content, or if it's all just converging and becoming a single story. Yeah, it, it's definitely uh, intriguing to watch for sure. Uh, I guess we'll see when this patch hits. I'll be honest. If we see it, if we see it before August, I'll be surprised. Um, and that will be a, a lot, lot, a lot, lot of drought for content. Uh, but let's move on to our next topic here: a departure from Blizzard. Yeah. So it was announced early, er, earlier last week through a Twitch stream, which was a weird place for it to break, but. Uh, that Omar Gonzalez has left Blizzard and he's moved on to Dreamhaven. Now, Omar was largely, well, played a huge part in bringing back a WoW Classic. He was actually one of the people who developed the first prototype of the game and, and you know, presented it to everybody to show them that, you know, it could actually be done. Uh, it was a... Uh, he was at Blizzard for 18 years. He was a QA originally. So, you know, yay for that. Uh, and eventually became a technical lead before he uh, moved on and joined Mike over at Dreamhaven. We had the usual tidings of doom when Omar left. I think that, that's just become the, the, the status quo whenever a big name leaves Blizzard. But at the same time, it's a tech industry. There's lots of turnover in the tech industry, y'all. I say as somebody in the tech industry. <laughs> Indeed. There's so much turnover. It's ridiculous. The turnover is ridiculous. And it's even worse in the gaming sphere. But I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he what he does over at Dreamhaven. Could be could be some interesting things there. Yeah. I just want to know what they're working on over, on over there. That's, that's what I'm wondering about. I'm sure we'll see it at some point. Absolutely. Uh, I do not think it'll be much longer before we see what's going on over there. Yeah. But yeah, uh, long time at Blizzard, uh, and now he'll be work working with uh, the Mike Morham over there. So, uh, very, very intriguing. Oh, I meant to highlight this next topic, Blue. Oh, okay. I mean, I can still uh, talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. All right. Um, in in not in not really Blizzard related news or Warcraft related news, but it's it concerns a. Uh, a notable streamer within the WoW space, Desmophisto, has started a month-long charity run to raise money for the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. Uh, he started out this month with a goal of raising $7,500, and as of today, he has already raised $8,650. Wow. We're, what, on day five of his fundraiser? And I believe the last event is coming on May, yeah, on May 8th. So, lots, lots of opportunities still to raise money for a fantastic cause. You can watch his stream over at twitch.tv slash Desmephisto. That's D-E-S-M-E-P-H-I-S-T-O. Throughout the month, he'll be giving away a bunch of different prizes. There's some swag from Blue. Looks like he's arranged to have some AOTC carries done. 
through uh, BDGG, which A plus. Uh, looks like BDGG is going to be doing the Horde side carries, and Death Jesters and Zero to Heroes are doing the Alliance side carries, both on the North American servers. Looks like he's giving away some some Blizzard balance, some stuff from G Fuel. There's a lot there, and um, you know it, it's for a good cause. So you know, head over to his stream, support uh, support in any way you can if you're able to. If not, just spread awareness for this fantastic cause. He's a great dude, and and you know, throw him a follow. And speaking of uh, of charity streams, what was uh, the final total for Stones? Run the streams. Oh, I don't even remember anymore. He, I think it was the top six thousand. I feel like a top I wanna, six thousand. I want to say yeah, it hit at least six thousand Canadian. Nice, nice. Yeah, he reached his final stretch goal of 5555, so he will be cosplaying as one of his uh one of the wrestlers in his efed, Candy Mandy. He's shaving the beard and everything. I can't wait. <laughs> that's go- that's going to be a freaking gooder, bud. Kudos to him for uh sticking to his uh his promises. All right. Uh let's talk about pricing. Yes. So, as many people may have heard, there have been some changes to some pricing options. And you may have heard in the US, we got changes that one time purchases of 30, 90, and 180 game times are gone. You can still do 60 days for $29.99, but you can no longer do the 30, 90, or 180 game time. So game cards, things like that, they're, they're gone. Uh, and of course, the recurring options remain, you know, the monthly, six months, you know, that kind of thing. Now, as for other changes in other countries, in Russia, the recurring subscription price has actually increased Anywhere from 18.21% to 29.88%, depending on if you go one month or six months, for example. The one-time purchase of game time was also removed. And buying the game itself, Shadowlands additions up between 5.89% and 20%, depending on which level of Shadowlands you bought. And... The service prices, so things like changing characters, changing names, that kind of thing, they also saw an increase anywhere between 15.66% and 25.05%. Over in Brazil, the recurring subscription price has increased as well, anywhere from between 24.69% for one month, all the way up to 34.16% for six months. Which is that's thirty four percent? That's a pretty big increase there. The shadow, yeah, yeah. The shadowland. <laughs> this is weird. The shadowland additions has decreased between eight point four two percent and fourteen point eight five percent. I don't know if it's actually a decrease or an increase. It's a decrease. It's a decrease. That's yep. really weird. I double checked. I was re- I, I really threw me <laughs> off because I was so I was I was so used to typing increases at that point when I was reviewing these notes. Like, did I, did I get that right? <laughs> 
And the service prices also saw a decrease. So basically, they really jacked up the recurring subscription increase in Brazil, but then decreased other things to make up for it, I guess. I, I don't know. And the deluxe digital items from Legion, WAD, and BFA also went down 11%. So uh, some weird decreases and increases in Brazil, but the increase of the recurring subscription prices that's a that's a pretty big increase uh which is interesting to see because we've said for a while that you know we've been surprised that it hasn't increased in the u.s for the recurring subscriptions like ever <laughs> i mean maybe the very beginning i don't remember but for years and years and years now you know it's been the same price which is crazy but then now we're watching what's happening in other countries and those are some those are some big increases there what I don't understand with some of these price changes is that for some reason upgrading your edition of Shadowlands isn't seeing a price inc- a price change at all. Yeah, that's a little weird. Like, that's confusing. Yeah, but I think the thing that raised the most stink online, anyway, the, at least from what I saw, was the removal of the one-time purchases in the U.S. Yeah. And it's worth noting that for both. Russia and Brazil, that one-time purchase of gay time is just straight up gone. Yeah. You cannot do that anymore. In the U.S., they removed three of the four options available. And they say they say it's to decrease the, or at least hopefully decrease, the amount of bots and discourage botting. And while I'm, I mean, yeah, sure, I can see that happening... It makes it a little rough for those who kind of depended on buying, you know, one month at a time. Or say you have a guildie who's really struggling and they're sub ran out and you're about ready to raid. Sometimes people would chip in. That that actually happened in my last guild a couple times. And you know, this, this can make it tricky for some people depending on how they chose to play and pay to play. So it's something. I don't know what yeah. that word is, but it's something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of confusion when the 60 day, when, 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 when the changes for the U S pricing was announced, because initially people thought that it was that the only way you could sub now was a 60 day recurring. There was a lot of confusion surrounding that. And, and just, that is definitely not the case. This only affects one time purchases. And I think what's interesting with this is that there's, so many people that I know who depend on being able to do the one-time purchase of, say, 30 days because they farm out gold and get the WoW token. And yeah. this really puts a damper for a lot of players who depended on that and needed that because financially straight up cannot afford it. And I know others who used to be able to, but in the pandemic, you know, you fall in hard times and it's, Hard to pay for it, so they're depending on that. So I feel like it's a little weird after you know so long being like, here's a wow token, use this. Oh now you can't use it for that. I mean you could do the 60 days for $29.99, but you you know what I mean. I don't know, yeah. Like the whole all these changes are a little weird, but I mean also I I'm not a money studying per what's the word? 
financial stuff. Yeah, I'm not well versed <laughs> with the financial stuff. Anybody well, who listens to the show knows I am not good with my money. <laughs> so that is accurate. The the change to pricing does that impact like you still got a token, right? Like that 30 day option is not gone. As far as I know, yes. There's nothing that's been put out there to signal that it is that that has changed. Okay, so it's just the buying with cash for a 30, 90, or 108 days of game time are gone. Correct. Okay. Just want to clarify that because sometimes I do spend my token money on or my my gold on on tokens. So yeah, which is going to be really sure that wasn't changing. <laughs> which, which is going to be really weird when like because because you have the option to convert those tokens to battle net balance. So if you do that, all of a sudden that token can't buy a month of game time anymore. That that seems silly to me. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little. I think it's interesting that it's Russian Brazil too. It makes me wonder again, as you just said, Toasty, we don't necessarily know lots about financials and whatnot, but it makes me wonder if the conversion rate between say US dollars and rubies. Rubles. Or rubles, sorry, rubles. That's an L right there in the show notes. L. Uh, rubles or reals. Reals. In, sorry, reals. If if that conversion rate has changed enough to warrant this, or if something else has changed, we saw earlier that 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 the uh, the conversion between Canadian and U.S. dollars necessitated a change in our, in the Canadian pricing. So I right. assume that's True. at least part True. of it. But I mean, at the same time, like it, it it brings up the question: Why now? Because over the past fifteen years, there's been a lot of fluctuation in currency conversion. Well, and I mean, I don't want to keep bringing this up because I even said in pre-show how I'm tired of talking about this. These increases come after, you know, their best quarterly reporting ever. And then they turn around, fired employees and Kotex getting the bonus. It just, it's another line of things <laughs> for news on Activision that doesn't necessarily feel that great. Yep, there's been a lot of it. Ugh. Well, yeah, can't really say much else on that, unfortunately. Yeah, I think I think really about it is what I mean. I I didn't read anywhere as to the whys for these increases or awkward decreases, <laughs> but I don't know if that would necessarily help their cause if they actually came out and gave the why. No, no I, I I really doubt. It would help. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's where we're at. These are things that are happening. Yeah. But another thing is happening is Audible. Uh, so today's show is brought to you by Audible, of course. Uh, you can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA READS 2021. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Now, we've been going through the Expeditionary 4 series. Uh, now, this is book 3.5. It's just a, it's kind of a smaller book, uh, which launches off to another uh, sort of spinoff series. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll cover that after we're done the, the main series or maybe midway. I, I don't know yet, honestly, because... Uh, <sighs> The series is eventually intertwined back into the other. It's really, 
it's hard to follow series sometimes, especially when they like branch off and then come back in. And anyways, uh, so we're going to we're going to listen to Trouble on Paradise. And now uh, let's listen to that. I'll be back in just a minute to destroy the Kristang battle group at Paradise. General Marcellus, acting chief intelligence officer for UNFHQ, remained soberly silent after the conclusion of the briefing from the Ruhar officer. The briefing, given by an angrily resentful Ruhar officer, had been ordered by Deputy Administrator Logelia. The Ruhar military had already been embarrassed and angry about the content of the briefing. To air their dirty laundry in front of two humans was almost too much to bear. Seated beside Marcellus, U.S. Marine Corps General Bailey was also silent, mulling over in his mind what they had learned during the previous 37 minutes. What they had learned was that the Ruhar were not perfect, fantastically advanced though their genetically engineered bodies and their technology were. Their super-soldiers were not invincible. Based on their performance in the battle during which a well-armed Ruhar security team had nearly been overrun by six Kristang and 50 humans, the Ruhar were not even competent ground troops. So that, again, is the book Trouble on Paradise, written by Craig Allenson, narrated by R.C. Bray. It is book 3.5 of the Expeditionary Force series, and you can find that and over 500,000 other, 500, other titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. I want to thank Audible for supporting, supporting the show. All right, so the question of the week for last week or two weeks ago was, which of the charity pets has you most excited and why? Hyrule Master 77 says, I like the sloth, but mostly I'm excited because it opens the door for more creatures to hang on our backs. And I think that's pretty rad. I am really excited that a TCG pet is being used so more people can get it. Demeter Noth says, Daisy, how can you not love a sloth that rides on your back? <laughs> WikiBH says, none. I'll summon the pet for about three minutes when I unlock it, and then I never see it again. Lee Wild says, Daisy, the writing on your... Okay, so Jared RPG says S space L space O space T space H. Next line. B space A space C space... This <laughs> says sloth back, back in, in capital letters. Uh, and he says, I rest my case. Uh, Manny says, uh, there is only one mount that is driving people bananas. People are going ape for it, right, and rightfully so. I don't think you guys should be monkeying around with such softball questions. <laughs> I oh, am man. sorry to have so thoroughly disappointed you, Manny. We will endeavor to not drive you so bananas, teacher. Uh, Mud says, slow down and hang in there, everyone. Bananas might be popular now, but as far as I'm concerned... The daisy isn't going anywhere. Although, how long the fundraising is taking, it feels like slow motion. I can't wait to hang out, hang out with it on my back. Um, and just as a, a quick update on that, uh, we just hit $750,000 raised today. Uh, or in the last day or so. Because last I checked, it was seven forty eight, dollars I think today is now $750,000. So, yeah, $752,000. And our group has now raised $310 of our goal. And I, I realize now, I never actually said uh, what will happen with that. Uh, and that's probably because we don't actually know yet. <laughs> um, but uh, we are planning to reward something if we get to our, our goal. Um, once we are a little bit closer, we'll kind of figure that out. Um, but we promise that it'll probably be something fun, like a Q&A session or... 
maybe a point where something where you can come play a game with us or something. Maybe we'll do like an Among Us game uh, where you can come kill us. Uh, that'd be pretty fun. Um, so I, 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 I'm looking forward to hitting that goal. Uh, again, our goal for our group is $500 and we are well over halfway there. Or maybe we'll stream a couple of Mythic Pluses and drag Medros along. God, no. That's not happening. A thousand dollars, and I might consider that. Uh, not even promising I would do it. I might consider that a thousand dollars. If it's um, a low, if it's a low key, like barely above Mythic, then honestly, we could probably just raffle stomp it. <laughs> that still requires me to do a Mythic Plus, though. Hey, if, if you're everything's better with friends. We've we've established this with our Torghast runs. I'd rather kill you guys in Among Us. You're failing to see that point. I can finally get my revengeance all the times you guys have trolled me for entire episodes of the show. Watch every time Medros will just end up being their crewmate and he'll end up getting killed by us. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. But anyways, uh, next week's question is, what was your favorite part of Blizzard's April Fool's post? Uh, I think we've all, all given our answer on that one. Uh we loved a lot of stuff on those things, so. Yes. Pitter patter. <laughs> of course. Yours is the pitter patter. I think Allie's is the sea shanty, and mine uh, is probably the, the fungus. Mine also has an honorable mention to the jelly frog. Because jelly oh, yeah. frog. Now, now you just want the jelly frog. Yep. <laughs> All right. Time for some shout outs. Uh, Toasty, I'm going to let you go first on this one. You have two weeks of, of stuff to come with the shout out on. I figure oh. you probably do like five or six at this point. So here's the thing. I had a bunch and now they're just all gone from my head. Oh no. Where did they all go? Okay, you know what? Shout out to everybody in the Vancouver Canucks organization who's dealing with this horrific COVID outbreak. Man, I hope you, all of you recover. That yeah. is That is a rough time. I think as of today, there's 20 people within the organization between players and coaches, coaching staff affected, and not, that doesn't count their families. I hope you all recover. You re hope, yeah. I hope all of you recover well, and anyone really who's obviously who, who's dealing with um, the, the these uh, with uh, having COVID. It's 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 not been an easy time recently for for a lot of people, and I hope you all recover well. I just hope none of them get long haul because that is going to really screw with their careers. Yep. Uh, can't imagine having to deal with that. So, Allie, how about you? I, I see you're going to shout out your, your abs for rocking so hard lately. I mean, I was going to do something else since we already talked about hockey, but yes, rock. Uh, shout out to the abs who are just rocking it and making me so happy. We're doing very well. A little worried there for a while, but we. We're back. It's good. Uh, but really, uh, I have a couple different ones. Shout out to Manny, who had me on for Azeroth this past week, which was a lot of fun. And the community in general, to anyone who takes time to help out a friend who's struggling. Or to send them a message to check on them or support them. Mental health has been a big issue especially in this past year for many, many people. And I've seen so many examples, either 
you know, people messaging me or, you know, people messaging others, just taking care of each other. So to anyone who's ever taken a moment to check in on a friend or to send them a message or whatever it may be, because you know they're struggling, my shout out goes to you because you are amazing. All right. Uh, and I am going to give a shout out to all the people who donated to the Doctors of the Borders through our group here. Uh, so that is uh, Javier, Kim, Teresa, Dante, uh, Scott, Patrick, Defied, uh Richard, Rusty, Carolyn, Pack, Cheryl, and uh, and everybody else who's donated. I really appreciate uh, that you've given to such a good cause um, and that you're helping rep ATA well in the community. So thank you very much. We are absolutely not going to be one of the top groups. Uh, but we are proud of every person who's donated through our our number or our our page there. So thank you very much to all of you. And uh, yeah, I'll echo Tosi's uh, thoughts out to all the Connects uh, players. Uh, hard hard situation you guys are in. Uh, do your best and uh, uh, get back to playing when you can. Um, and hopefully you'll all be okay because that that's a really crappy disease to have. So. All right, that said, uh, let's do our outro and hop on out of here. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, our number is 1-785-ATA-WOW-5. That's 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Allie's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. Find all of us on Twitter. The show is at All Things As. I'm at Medros, at Fandeth for Fandeth, at Toasty Posty Can for Toasty, and at Alianders K for Ally. You can find the network at Dawnforge. And please do check out other shows from the Dawnforge network, including Group Quest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care. Happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of Patch Notes. Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.